want to comment on the terrorist attacks that have taken place in Brussels. The thoughts and the prayers of the American people are with the people of Belgium, and we stand in solidarity with them in condemning these outrageous attacks against innocent people. We will do whatever is necessary to support our friend and ally Belgium in bringing to justice those who are responsible. And this is yet another reminder that the world must unite. We must be together, regardless of nationality or race or faith, in fighting against the scourge of terrorism. We can and we will defeat those who threaten the safety and security of people all around the world. Uh, that is uh, obviously President Obama, and that was his response to the attacks in Brussels. Joining us now, a political reporter for Think Progress, Emily Atkin. Emily has been all over the country this year. She's covered both the Democratic and Republican presidential candidates in Iowa, Texas, Nevada, Virginia, Ohio, and right in the nation's capital where she is a reporter for Think Progress out of that great uh, District of Columbia. Uh, Emily, thank you for joining us. Good afternoon and welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me, Leslie. You wrote a piece entitled How the Presidential Candidates Responded to the Attacks in Brussels. We just heard from the president. First off, would you say there's a clear difference between Democrats and Republican response, or does it depend who the Republican or Democrat is responding? I mean, there's clearly a huge difference between the way the Republican and the Democratic candidates are responding. If you get into the nitty-gritty, of course, there's there are differences between all five major candidates who are responding, but on the Republican side, you've got a big focus, uh, excluding Ohio Governor John Kasich. You have a big focus on this, quote-unquote, uh, radical Islamic terrorism, uh, sort of these very sweeping, big proposals, you know, proposed uh you know, patrol Muslim neighborhoods, uh, close down the borders, carpet bomb ISIS. On the Democratic side, you have, I think, more of a scaled-back policy proposal, sort of a, you know, let's tighten security, let's find ways to reform the visa system, let's let's do moves that are maybe less extreme than what the Republican side is proposing. Uh, let's talk about um, individuals, okay? And sure. let's start. I mean, now that we have the death toll is up to 34, uh, people are dead, hundreds more wounded after the terrorist attacks in Brussels, uh, Belgium. Uh, details about the attacks, um, which occurred Tuesday morning during rush hour in Brussels, are still emerging. Um, and let's start with uh, breaking down what each uh, candidate um, had to say. But before that, you write, as the news continued to develop on Tuesday, U.S. presidential candidates offered their reaction to the bombings, and their responses were diverse. Some focused on border security, while others took aim at, quote, radical Islam, and only one candidate it didn't mention Islam or Jihad in their response before it was clear that ISIS was responsible uh, for the attacks, um, which I think, and you probably do as a journalist, it's more responsible to wait for the facts before you report it or attribute it to a certain group or ideology. Of course. I mean, I think that we all sort of felt in our gut when this happened, like, oh, oh no, this is, this is going to be another ISIS-related attack. But just professionally, you know, as a journalist, and I think that as politicians should probably follow this, this sort of action as well, that you just you don't make an assumption before you have all the facts. Even when, even when ISIS released a statement claiming responsibility, I think even when that happens, you still sort of have to wait a little while. To, to Just because somebody claims responsibility doesn't mean they are responsible. Uh, and Governor Kasich was the only person who waited until that confirmation actually happened to 
uh, and Bernie Sanders, who, who didn't respond for uh, actually a, a while. But he was the only one who issued a response but did not say the words Islam or jihad in that response before we knew who was responsible for the attacks. Let's talk about Ted Cruz. Radical sure. Islam is at war with us. You know, a lot of conservatives, Cruz himself, tried to say this was an attack on Americans. But the reality is that in Brussels, the subway station that they attacked was actually in the most Arab Muslim area of Brussels, of the city. And uh, the airport, they weren't attacking an American airline or Americans or people traveling to or from the States. Yeah, and I think what a lot of people often forget, I mean, Ted Cruz, radical Islam is at war with us. He really tries to peg this to Islam. Um, But what he fails to mention time and time again is that the people that ISIS is killing the most are Muslims. Uh, I think just a couple days, a day maybe before the Brussels attack, uh, they, ISIS soldiers bombed um, mosques in Yemen and killed 173 people, most of whom were Muslim. Um, Now, in our political world, uh, Cruz is calling for neighborhoods with mosques to be patrolled uh, in America. So there's sort of a disconnect between between what Cruz is saying and what the reality is uh, in terms of who ISIS is targeting in this war. Um, let's talk uh, further, and uh, let's go to Hillary Clinton. I have to say, I'm pro-Hillary, so you know, you know, I've been very honest. You know, my endorsement of her, I've been, you know, waiting for her to be president since 2008. So um, <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I'm not gonna lie to anybody, and I'm honest about it. I'm, I'm, you know, I opine for a living. You know, I don't uh, mm-hmm. have to report the facts. I opine on them. So <laughs> H- Hillary Clinton, when she gave her counterterrorism speech, whoa. I, I got goosebumps. I, I thought, oh, my God, I'm looking at our next president. That aside, um, Hillary Clinton, um, some, yeah, conservatives, all they could attack her on is she was so calm, you know, when she spoke. Um, but uh, before she did that, she appeared on the Today Show right then at Tuesday morning. And one of the things she talked about was, quote, we've got to tighten our uh, security. Um, but she also called them deeply distressing, calling for increased security measures, one of which was reforming the American visa system. Is this a more moderate uh, stance than she has taken and certainly more moderate than the very progressive Bernie Sanders has taken with regard to this? Certainly. And, you know, I think one of the uh, criticisms that Clinton Clinton faces uh, from the very, very left side is that she is sort of a hawk. Um, She when she says we've got to tighten our security, I don't think that she is doesn't have a plan about that. Um, when she says we have to intensify our effort to find and prevent terrorists from ever doing this again, um, I, I personally think that, you know, people should believe her. Um, but she does have sort of, she, she's not saying, she's not saying let's not do anything about the border. Where you have Donald Trump on one side saying close the border, don't let anybody in, don't let any Muslims in. She is not saying don't do that completely. She's saying, let's take a look at our visa system and see where there are holes and see where we can tighten it. So, of course, it's much more moderate than where, say, Donald Trump or Ted Cruz are. But I think I don't think it actually takes much to be moderate compared to that. <laughs> no, uh, no, not 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 at all. Um, uh, she did also take a strike at the front runner of the Republican Party, Donald Trump, because he's closed, called for closing the borders uh, in the waste, uh, wake of the attack. She does she does talk about 
reality and that it's not, you know, it's unrealistic to say we're going to completely shut down our borders, which I think most rational minded people know that we, we can't afford whether Mexico pays for it, which they can't afford uh, less than we can afford and we can't afford uh, to build that. And in a state that has the most of that six 600 mile fence right now, Arizona, it hasn't stopped illegal immigrants or undocumented workers from coming through that border into the state of Arizona. Yeah, and for some reason, you know, people like Ted Cruz like to say that so long as people like Hillary Clinton and President Obama say the words radical Islamic terrorism, that somehow that's going to fix everything. Um, Hillary Clinton is on the other side saying, you know, I think, quote, quote, let's be clear, Islam is not our adversary. Muslims are peaceful and tolerant people and have nothing whatsoever to do with terrorism. And um, it really illustrates... very different approaches between the two. Uh, okay, let's talk more and uh, about some of these other individuals that are running. John Kasich, now you did talk about him waiting, but when he did finally come forth and speak, he said, quote, we must utterly reject the use of deadly acts of terror. Although he did release uh, the statement in the morning, like you said, he refrained from attributing it to ISIS um, you know, or any kind of uh, radical Islamic activity. Um, speak to us about the governor's uh, remarks, uh, Governor Kasich, and his temperament compared to his opponents on the right. Well, yes, he has a much different. I mean, he has a much different rhetoric. Ted Cruz, I think, has been known for his debate uh, presence when he says, "You know, let's carpet bomb ISIS. Let's get boots on the ground in." You know, overseas, let's let's get in there and and bomb them. Uh, that's not Governor Kasich's mo at all. Um, he he acknowledges, yes, you know, that the terror that's been unleashed in Europe is our attacks against our way of life and built against the democratic values upon which our political systems have been built. But his actual strategy is, I, I think, you know, I, I hesitate to say it, but it's more uh, similar to Hillary Clinton's strategy and maybe even President Obama's strategy. Um, you know, he has been critical of the president, but at the same time, he, he, does, he is very wary of making this war about Islam. Uh, he's, he said it multiple times during this campaign and multiple times in the last week uh, since these attacks happened. He says Islam is not our enemy, but, you know, at the same time, I, I do think that he advocates some sort of military presence, but I don't think it's a uh, carpet bombing situation like we have uh, from Senator Cruz. When we come back, we're going to talk about a guy I think is rational, Bernie Sanders, and one I think is completely irrational, Donald Trump. Uh, we will get uh, to the uh, to, to their take uh, with our guest, Emily Atkin. Great photo on Twitter, by the way, Emily. Uh, we'll okay. be we'll be. You can follow her at M R W E. I love it. E-M-O-R-W-E-E. Back to Emily, back to you right after this. Leslie Marshall, the simple truth in a complicated world. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. Progress. Emily, thank you for holding. Welcome back. Talking about her piece written uh, by Emily, obviously, how the presidential candidates responded to the attacks in Brussels. Well, we talked about Ted Cruz, Hillary Clinton, John Kasich, and now let's move uh, to the right with uh, Donald Trump. Donald Trump says, quote, we have to be very careful about who comes into our country. Um, uh, first of all, 
Emily, I guess I just don't understand how stupid are some people to, to, to seriously, I just put it out there, to, to, to buy this. First of all, the terrorist attacks in San Bernardino were from two people, one of which was born here, okay? Um, didn't come into our country. His fiance did. And, you know, maybe he would have, maybe he wouldn't have. We will probably never know carried out the attacks with or without her. But the yeah. attack, the attacks Tuesday were not in our country, and they were not from foreigners who had come through as refugees from Syria. They were from Belgians uh, who uh, who were first, second, and sometimes third. These groups of people, generation Belgium. I, I don't know that that really matters when it comes to Donald Trump. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I, think, yes. I feel like as as this campaign has gone on, it just it, things like that, like the actual facts of who the attackers were, who who attackers in in America have been and who attackers were overseas, that doesn't really matter when it comes to Trump's rhetoric. What people like about Trump's rhetoric is that it just sounds very uh, aggressive and crazy and people i guess are responding to that clearly i mean he's leading in every poll he's got the most delegates by you know at least 300 um he doesn't really need to say specifics of this plan he just says let's close the borders and people are like yeah that's good yeah and not just that um, the waterboarding right you said and you write in your piece frankly the waterboarding if it was up to me and if we changed the laws or had the laws waterboarding would be fine if they could expand the laws i would do a lot more than waterboarding you have to get the information from these people despite the fact that the CIA, that international interrogators, and history has proven all the way back to World War I that torture does not obtain proper information. Rather, people will cry uncle because they're in pain and just admit to things or give pro- improper information based on questions asked as opposed to taking the time to developing a relationship of trust. We've seen that with people that are in Guantanamo. In Guantanamo, um, We have also seen that what led to uh, the the uh, the murder, some people would say, but you know, or the capture um, of taking out Osama bin Laden was the latter, and not through torture. Even though some on the right would like to argue that, um, again, doesn't matter what he says uh, because the the facts are waterboarding does not yield the results we need, which is one not just because it was immoral and illegal according to the Geneva Conventions, you know, international law, but it it was ineffective. I mean, yes, these are all these things you're saying are all true. You know that we've had these reports, we've had research tell us that these torture techniques are are not effective in getting information. But again, I, I legitimately don't think that these sorts of fact-based arguments matter when it comes to Donald Trump. Um, the the emotion clearly matters much more than the facts of the campaign and of the policies he's proposing. If you're very angry at the way. The Obama administration has been handling terror, and you're very angry, and you see ISIS um, perpetrating attacks across Europe. The statement, let's waterboard them, let's torture them, you know, that, that I think that placates some of the anger despite, you know, the, the facts and the reports that say that this is not an effective policy. Let's just waterboard them. Like, let's do it. You know, that's, that's what's resonating with voters right now, and that's why Donald Trump is winning. <laughs> Odd on Twitter says, disgusting. Where were the calls to patrol Christian neighborhoods after the Charleston shooting? And by the way, again, these attacks took place in 
Brussels, <laughs> Belgium, <laughs> not in our country. Uh, Bernie Sanders, um, quote, come together to destroy uh, ISIS. He was the last candidate, as you mentioned, to comment on the terrorist attack. Uh, Senator Sanders did release a statement and offered his deepest condolences. But he took, um, similar to Hillary calling on the international community and talking about unity, um, that's definitely an area where he and, like you said, John Kasich and and Hillary uh, would all be on the same page, uh, not trying to divide further. And quite frankly, I not only think that's the best thing for anyone who wants to be president of this country to do, but it's the best thing, quite frankly, if you want to defeat ISIS. We can't defeat ISIS if every Muslim country is against us. And that's what will happen eventually if you mock the people and the religion of the fastest growing religion of the world, of 1.6 plus billion people of the world. Saudi Arabia's not going to write checks, give us their military, uh, supply weaponry or jets. Uh, neither are, you know, are the Emirates, uh, you know, neither are any other nation that are assisting us, um, you know, with regard to trying to get rid of ISIS because you know, attacking ISIS from a military perspective and wiping them out is one thing, but a country by country uh, trying to break down the communication between ISIS and, you know, the Internet and other ways and meeting places where people are being radicalized uh, is another. Right. I mean, you, you talked about sort of trying to make sure that uh, Muslim nations across the world don't look upon America in disdain when they see our sort of a prevailing rhetoric that that we are anti-Muslim based on what people like Donald Trump and Senator Ted Cruz are saying. Bernie Sanders' strategy um, that he's laid out in multiple debates, and and I think what he reiterated after the attacks in Brussels is that he wants to put together or help put together an effective coalition of Muslim nations who will lead the effort on the ground to defeat ISIS. There has been uh, numerous criticisms of, of that of his strategy, um, but, you know, that's, and, and I'm not a foreign policy reporter, so I, I don't think I can get into them too much or too credibly, but um, that's, that's basically what he said is that he wants to help support a coalition of Muslim nations who would lead an effort on the ground uh, in Iraq and Syria, and that effort would be supported by the U.S., the U.K., France, and other major powers, um, and, and that would sort of avoid, he, I think he asserts, that would, that would avoid us having to go into another ground war. Uh, and, I, and I agree with that. Uh, there's, there's no question about that. Um, in doing your piece, did you happen to look into or have any research related to the reaction to the presidential candidate's response by other nations, Brussels included? I did not. This piece that I did um, was a sort of, you know, people were reacting. People want, uh, Readers wanted to know what the candidates were, were saying about this tragedy. Everything was unfolding very quickly. Um, I, I have not personally looked into what other countries are saying about our response quite yet. Um, Okay. Thank you for being with us. We will definitely have you back. You did a good job and I appreciate you joining us, Emily. Um, uh, Thank you. Emily Atkin, political reporter for Think Progress. On Twitter, follow her at Emory, capital E, M-O-R-W-E-E. And Think Progress can be followed on Twitter at Think Progress. And check out the website, thinkprogress.org.